Hey, Robbie. Yeah, George. What do the numbers five and eight mean to you? Oh, God. Oh, God, no. Don't send me back. No. <laughs> One of us is Robbie, one of us is George. One of us is seeking for a way to leave his world behind. And the other one has Red left behind. <laughs> and today we're talking about Jumanji. Oh, Want the new movie out? Jumanji. We haven't seen it yet. No, That's a big surprise for us. We, uh, we kind of wrote it off as bad, but well, the reviews it, are coming in and people seem to well, really and, like it. And, and it'll be out on DVD in a couple weeks. Really? In a couple it, weeks? Yeah, I think it comes out the same day on DVD as uh, Justice League. Wow, surprise. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll probably be able to we'll, see it. Soon. Yeah, we'll see it. A lot of good memories surrounding the uh, original Jumanji. Yes. You know, one of Robin Williams' great, memorable performances. Of course. Of course. Uh, some pretty decent effects. Uh, it mixed a lot of digital For the 90s. With, For the well, 90s, yeah. Yeah, like, it did a lot of things, like a lot of cool 90s films. It mixed physical and digital effects. Oh, yeah, like with the uh, the flowers and stuff. The flowers were real, yeah. some of the vines were real, but some of the vines were also CG, and the yeah. monkeys were definitely CG. Wait, what? The monkeys were seen? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm now not. we're going to ask the question. What do you remember? <sighs> Robbie, what do you... Well, when was the last time you watched Jumanji? The last time I sat down and watched all of Jumanji mm-hmm. uh, was probably maybe... Hmm. Three, four years ago? Three, four years ago? Yeah, I had a... Uh, it was back when I still had cable, and they showed it on AMC. Whatever the last anniversary of Jumanji was. What, what year did Jumanji come out? Oh, I ninety three. Let me. I want to say like yeah, ninety three, ninety five. Whatever uh, the last. Let's see. Whatever the last major anniversary came out in ninety five. So the last time I saw it was two thousand five, two thousand fifteen. Okay. So so three years ago. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah, two thousand fifteen would have been what the thirtieth anniversary. Twentieth. Twentieth. anniversary. Yeah, that was the last time I saw it because they had it on AMC. So. Um, Jumanji. All right. Uh, All right. So, movie opens. Movie opens. Uh, set in the past. Uh, I want to say it's in the fifties, sixties, fifties. We'll go with fifties. Uh, and Alan Partridge. Uh, that's his name, right? Uh, I want to say Partridge. Yeah. Partridge. Yeah. Uh, Alan Partridge. Uh, is a little boy. Uh, his father owns a shoe factory. I think. Uh, and uh. His father is kind of mean to him. They get into an argument. I don't remember over what. Uh, but he leaves. Uh, and he he runs away or something. Comes back, I think. Uh, and then there's this girl. Uh, I can see her face, but I can't think of what the the lady's name is. Do you remember? Do you remember uh, I don't. Well, when she's grown up, she's played by Bonnie Hunt. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't know her character name. Yeah, I don't remember her character's name. <laughs> Uh, but she's supposed to be like his babysitter, I think. No, or, or, no, no. I don't remember. So they they have a relationship. So their relationship is basically that they don't have a relationship, but everyone thinks they do, including her boyfriend. Uh, okay. And the reason he's I, being I followed by bullies that. in the beginning is because though I told you to stay away from my girlfriend, Alan. I'm not hanging out with your girlfriend. Yeah. Well, my nose and your fit, your nose and my fist don't agree on that. Right, and he gets a black eye. Yes. Yes, he does. He does. Uh, and so, uh, anyways, they, they decide to play Jumanji, which I think he finds in his attic or something, or, I don't, I don't remember where they found the board game. They, 
They found it outside, maybe. Something. I, I don't remember. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> you probably know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they play the game. Uh, I don't even think the girl gets a turn. Because I'm pretty sure Alan's first roll, he gets sucked into the board game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on his first roll. Yeah, he gets on, sucked his, into the on board. his first roll, he gets sucked into the board game. It terrifies the girl, whose name escapes me. <laughs> and she just boxes up the game and and they, she just leaves uh and so everybody thinks that uh alan partridge was murdered by his father i think or one of his parents uh and something happens why are you looking at me like that uh doesn't something happen to the shoe factory yeah didn't the shoe factory like Catch on fire or something. Yeah, it just closed down. Closed down. His dad got so depressed after killing his boy that he had no reason to go <laughs> on. Torturing his son after work was the only reason he continued on. All right, so uh, <laughs> skip to the present day. Present day. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. I don't remember her character's name. And her little brother. Kirsten Dunst. Was this before or after Small Soldiers? I think this was before. Mm. I don't think Small Soldiers came out until like 98. 99? I definitely remember seeing trailers for Small Soldiers. I remember merchandise for Small Soldiers when I was a kid. So, Do you remember the Burger King commercials for Small Soldiers? I did, and I had some of the action figures uh, for the Gorgonites from uh, from Burger King. We're going to do a What Do You Remember Small Soldiers <laughs> sometime <laughs> no, in the future. I've actually never seen all of Small Soldiers. Really? I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never seen I, I think Small Soldiers thing. is like worth noting just because before the, the director made Small Soldiers, that's the same director who made Gremlins. Is it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nineteen ninety eight. How the mighty have fallen. Okay, so I was right. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Anyways, so uh, (laughs) Kirsten Dunst and uh, her little brother. uh, We'll call him uh, Ted. Uh, I I don't remember his name. I don't remember any other names other than Alan Partridge. (laughs) See, I want the kid. He's young and his curly hair. I keep wanting to give him the name of the boy from Spy Kids. I don't even remember his name. What was his name? Like Carlos? Junie, I think. Junie, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember Spy Kids coming <laughs> up yeah. sometime in the near future. Oh, man, Spy Kids. So, present day, Kirsten Dunst and her brother. Uh, now, I can't remember. Are they adopted uh, because their parents die in a car crash? Mm, no, it's a skiing accident. Skiing, skiing accident. That is the lamest way. I, I'm sorry if you're listening and you had a family member. If you or died during one. a ski accident, please. <laughs> if you have a family member or loved one who died in a skiing accident, I'm sorry, but that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't care if that's insensitive. It's kind of a lame way to die. I mean, flashback. I, I, Dumb I, ways to die. I, I repeatedly say that during a nuclear apocalypse, I would be the guy who would die by falling down the stairs and breaking my own neck. Like, I wouldn't get, you know, attacked by a zombie, nuclear explosion, no. I would fall down the stairs and snap my own neck. You're the time enough at, lo- at last guy from Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. Finally, time enough at last to catch up on Netflix. <laughs> no, my glasses! <laughs> Uh, Time to remember. Okay, so anyways, anyways, Kirsten Dunst's parents are dead. Yes. That's the title for this episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kirsten so, Dunst's so, parents are dead. Yeah, so uh, her her parents are dead, and they go to live with uh, her aunt, I think? Yes, her, her aunt. Her estranged aunt, uh, who... Isn't she like a realtor, and that's why they're in that big house? 
Because I know I don't think she owns that house. She just bought it. She just bought it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I couldn't remember if she bought it or if she was a realtor and they were just. She has it. big plans for the parish house. Okay, uh, so they they go to the house. It's kind of empty, I think. Uh, there's not a lot of stuff there, and the kids go exploring, and they find Jumanji. Uh, and they open up the board game, and there's already two pieces that are stuck to it. It won't come off the board. Uh, so they choose two new pieces, put them on the board, uh, and then the boy rolls first, doesn't he? Um, it's the boy's turn. Yes. Yeah. So the boy goes, and wait, no, uh, backtrack for a second. Doesn't the girl, the girl go first? Rolls first yeah, because he it's rolls her turn. twice. Yeah, then he rolls twice. Right. But because he got doubles, yeah, there he, are, gets, he gets sent into okay. The, the, the rules of Jumanji, they're like actually pretty clear on how the game works. Yeah. Like, uh, you move your roll and move your token. First one to get Jumanji wins, and if you roll doubles, you get another turn. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but if you roll doubles twice, I think it was just it? it was no, it was just random chance. Because oh. it okay, so maybe I'm combining uh, I'm gonna, Jumanji with Monopoly. <laughs> Yeah, if, go if you, to jail. It's not inapplicable in Jumanji. In, in in Monopoly, if you roll doubles three times, you get sucked into the board. <laughs> you gotta live in Mediterranean for the rest of eternity. It's not pleasant. Uh, okay, uh, but um, no, it's uh, kind of just random because okay, Bonnie Hunt's character actually goes first. Yeah, and wh- uh, what does she? African bats. African bats. They come out of the fireplace, and he's like, ah! I, I don't remember that part. Well, I remember I that she went first, yeah, okay. but I don't remember that. Okay. And then Alan rolls, it's like, in the jungle you must wait till the dice read five or eight. And then he gets sucked in with really cool 90s CG effects. Yeah, I, I remember that. He looks like Paper Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then she runs out of the house. Years pass. Yeah, uh, okay. The kids so, come. So now we're here. And Kirsten Dunst rolls first. Okay, what comes so, out of the board? Okay, uh... Uh... When she rolls... Uh, hmm. no, no, doesn't the boy go? Okay, I think, okay, so it only makes sense if the boy goes, then, no, no, dang it, it doesn't work. Well, either way, one of them rolls, I I know when the boy rolls, uh, he, okay, isn't no, no, that no, when it he makes gets, sense, it makes sense. isn't that when he gets transformed into the monkey, or is that later? Later, later. Okay, so later. when, when, uh, no, 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 one of them rolls, I don't remember which one, but one of them rolls, the and it summons the crocodile, right? Not yet. I thought the crocodile. Not there. Okay, so uh, no, it was the uh, uh, the, rolls. It was a tiger or a lion. Mosquitoes come out first. Mosquitoes. When she rolls. He rolls again, uh, summoning monkeys this time. Monkeys. And yes, then he gets the doubles. Monkeys. He gets to roll again. He rolls an eight, and uh, a lion comes out, and that yeah. chases him through the house. Yeah. And then, and then they lock it in the bedroom. Right. And uh, it well, stays there until the end of the movie. It's diverted because. Uh, Alan comes out of the game at the same time and he's like, I'm a wild man! <laughs> in his Robin Williams way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Start singing, You've Never Had a Friend Like Me. <laughs> ah, 10,000 years! <laughs> okay, so uh, Alan comes out of the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really excited to be out of the jungle, finally. Right. Uh, he looks like crap. <laughs> Uh, and he runs into the house in one of the most depressing scenes ever, and he runs around the house screaming, Dad, I'm home! I'm home, Dad! And there's no one there. Uh, so then the kids explain, uh, we're playing this game, you came out of the board, and he's just like, oh no, I'm not playing that game again. I'm not playing the game. 
so then they realize that uh, she tries. Uh, Kirsten Dunst tries to roll again, uh, and the game won't move. It won't work. Uh, so that's when Alan tells them that I wasn't the only person that played this game forever ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, says we have to track down Bonnie Hunt, uh, <laughs> <laughs> whose name I don't remember. The only reason I remember her name's Bonnie Hunt, other than the fact she played every mom in the '90s. After I watched Jumanji for the first time when I was a kid, ABC had a sitcom, 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 come on, that was called Living with Bonnie. Hmm. I don't remember that. No one else will remember that, well, of but not. it's like uh, a short-lived ABC sitcom hmm. that came on, starring well, I, Bonnie Hunt. I mean, that sounds like all ABC sitcoms hmm. nowadays. Oh, ooh, <laughs> oh, burn ABC. You're going to take that lying down? Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> okay, uh... So uh, they they go track down Bonnie Hunt, and she is like a uh, fortune teller, kind of astrology, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, the kids are like, hey, we got this game, we need you to play. And she's just like, nope, that game traumatized me. Alan Partridge died, he was murdered by his father. Uh, You're not real. After which Alan delivers the best line in the movie. Which I don't remember. Okay, so uh, I, I... at this point, we're just throwing all procedure out of the yeah, window. Of course, because this is working. Because, yeah, I like this. All right, so starting over, uh, there's two boys that hide, uh, like, dig a hole, and they hear the sounds of African drums. They're like, we got to bury this game now, because this is not going to happen. And this is, like, 1886 when this happens. Uh, and Marty and Doc are like, we got to find a way back. And it's, <laughs> anyway. Alan, yeah, gets beat up by the boys, goes to his father's. Uh, this employee who works for his dad is like, hey, Alan, I want to see. The uh, black kid, I want to show yes. you this. I figured it out. If I can get these on Wilt Chamberlain, every house in America will have these. <laughs> There's sneakers. Like, yeah. That's all they are. I, I remember. Uh, he gets beat up, and then he's like, man, the guy stole my bike. I hear drums. <laughs> it's like a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> Do you hear the sound of drums? Uh. Anyway, he goes into a construction site, and there's just like this wall of dirt, and hears the sounds. No one else seems to hear it. And then he's like... Reaches his hand into the dirt and just pulls out this chest. No one cares. He's they, no one's even concerned that he's not wearing a hard hat. He opens the chest, <laughs> pulls out Jumanji, uh, and is like, "It's my game now." And he runs home. Um, Bonnie Hunt comes to his house and is like, "Dang it! Did my boyfriend beat you up again? I'll tell him to go easy on you next time. <laughs> I'll tell him to punch your bad eye." The father is setting up that. You know, you need to learn discipline, son. I'm going to send you to military school. Right. Yeah, right. because military school is a great threat in a lot of kids' <laughs> movies. Especially uh, in the 50s. Yeah. I think uh, that trend died with Cadet Kelly uh, from the Disney Channel. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. You just gave me an aneurysm. Oh, <laughs> Cadet Kelly. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Bonnie Hunt. Uh, well, like I said, she rolls first. Uh, yeah. He goes into the board Bats Paper everywhere. Mario yeah. So uh, their aunt uh, Wants to open a bed and breakfast In the old parish estate uh, Because the shoe store closed down all other The economy of the town has gone to crap Basically There's, an old, there's a homeless man living in the uh, uh, Shoe factory uh, Alan got excited when he was like going through the town. He's like, maybe Dad's in his uh, office. Right, no, right. it's a garbage it's a, fire. It's, <laughs> <laughs> literally, it's literally garbage. Fire. And he's like, yeah, I see the parishes around sometimes. <laughs> oh, down at the old Forest Lawn Cemetery, <laughs> of course. So, that's so depressing. And um, uh, I'm, I'm just catching up with where I am yeah. because I have like mental notes that I just need yeah. to get through. Um, 
Well, because I skipped over a bunch I, of... I noticed that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, um, there's a whole thing between the kids, and Alan's just like, well, can you help us if more things come out of the game? And he's like, what do you think I am, a wriggling brother? Yeah. Uh, kids growing up watching this movie in the future won't know what that means. Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey used to be a circus. PETA finally won. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, where, where, where was I? Uh, to get go to Bonnie Hunt, she's a psychic now. She's gone through years of therapy. Uh, she's been convinced that it's all been part of her imagination. Alan just shows up and he's like, "It's me. It was me all along." <laughs> she passes out. Um. And she's like, no, no, your father killed you. He chopped you up into little pieces with an axe. <laughs> and he responds with the best line. My father couldn't even hug me. Let alone <laughs> chop me up into little bitty pieces. Oh, God, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so far, that's... Okay, yeah. so I'm, I'm actually surprised at how much I'm remembering of this movie. Yeah, considering the too. last seven movies we've done, <laughs> I have remembered Jack... All right. Uh, okay, so they so, they uh, eventually convince her to play. Uh, he goes into her bathroom and shaves uh, very badly, cuts himself a bunch of times because his father never got to teach him how to shave. Uh, what happened to you? Uh, then shave he, with a piece of glass? What happened to you? The Clampets have a yard sale? <laughs> yes, I remember that. These are jokes. I remember that line. These are jokes. Man, I want to watch Jumanji now. <laughs> I think the library has it. Uh, let's see. Uh... Yeah, then... Uh, Alright, so Bonnie rolls. It's her turn. Bonnie rolls. It's her turn. And and, and I remember uh, Robin Williams. Is that where he says, okay, we're going to sit down we're going to finish this game? Or is that later in the movie? I think later in the game, but I think, I think this is the part later. where he makes the joke. I got it. It was Colonel Mustard in the library with the cutoff rope. Yeah. Clue. Yeah. People will get that reference for the... Uh, it was a Tim Curry movie from the 80s. It was a Ryan Reynolds movie <laughs> in uh, 2019. Ooh. Coming, coming soon. So I don't know the exact order, but in this period, we get um, someone uh, gets a bunch of flowers. Yeah, the, the fl poisonous flowers the, with the vines. Yeah, the, the and they grow in the house. They do grow in the house. Yeah, because they, they take the game back to the house, don't they? Yeah, they're they're, they're back in the yeah, house. Yeah, the, the flowers are there. Uh, Robin rolls, and it's uh, I think uh, hunting from deepest wild makes you feel just like a child. The hunter who looks exactly yeah. like his father starts coming after yeah. him. Um, and, and, and fun fact, I didn't, I've seen this movie a number of times, mm -hmm. uh, since probably 1999, 2000, somewhere in there. Uh, and I didn't realize that his father and the hunter were played by the same guy until about 2015, <laughs> probably like 2013. <laughs> no, my uh, mom literally pointed it out to me the first time I watched this. Like, you know, they're the same person, right? <laughs> yeah. They should be telling me Austin Powers and Dr. Evil are the same person. <laughs> Come on. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, Austin no. Powers, what do you remember? Uh, uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, th this, this I don't remember the order either, but uh, we get the flowers, the hunter, uh, and don't they leave the house because there's a stampede? Yeah, there's the stampede, Yeah, the too. stampede happens. So that's three. What's the fourth one? I don't think it, it, there's a third one yet. They run out of the house. Uh, they come into the policeman who was the manufacturer of the shoes. And he, doesn't he arrest Alan? He definitely wants to, but the monkeys take control of his police vehicle and drive away, and he just runs after them. He's like, don't you guys move! And then they go to yeah. the town. Uh, and, and, and he's trying to convince the police officer that he is Alan Partridge. 
And he's just like, oh, what happened to this place, the old church? And he's like, oh, it's a burger place now. Or what's up here? Oh, it's a Sir Saves a Lot. Mm-hmm. Why do I remember Sir Saves a Lot? Shop but smart. I, but Shop I can't, S smart. But I can't remember Bonnie Hunt's character name. Sarah. 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 Yes, <laughs> it was Sarah. <laughs> what were the children's names? Michael? Was the kid's name Michael? And Junie. Um, <laughs> Judy? No. 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 Jude, the, the, girl, Jody? the girl's name was Judy, wasn't it? I, I'm thinking. Look, it, it is bothering me. So look up just the cast list on IMDb. Because right. it, it is driving me insane that I can't remember their names. All right, hold and on calling her Kirsten Dunst every time is tiring. What's your name? Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, not plot. Don't look at plot yet. Can't look at plot. Uh, cast characters are Alan Parrish, young Alan, yeah. Sarah Whittle. Sarah. I remember Whittle. Sarah, young Sarah. Yeah. Judy Shepard. Judy. Peter Shepard. Peter. And Peter Michael. I was close. David Alan Greer as Carl Bentley. Carl. Yeah. Because the black cop's got to be named Carl. <laughs> Cue the uh, Family Matters theme. <laughs> okay, so uh, Judy and Peter. That I. Judy and Peter. That's easy. I remember that now. Uh. Yeah, so at one point... Uh, so, uh, I just want to point out something. Just look at the cast real quick. Uh, do you realize that of most of the movies we've talked about, Frank Welker has been involved in some way? Has he? Yeah, well, wasn't he involved in, like, the Transformers movies? Yeah, all, yeah. all five Transformers exactly. movies. Exactly, and he provided special vocal effects for Jumanji. Did he do any voice work for uh, Mulan <laughs> any, or yeah. Hercules? I don't know, let's look it up. All right, all right, so where are we in the story, right, story that you remember? Uh, don't remember I know at one point they're trying to find Alan because he's taken right by, by no um or no they're they're running from the hunter okay no no at this point the stampede has come a pelican has come with it and, and it's taken the board into its mouth yeah. yes so they're chasing the pelican trying to get the board back mm-hmm. uh they are in a car See, this is where, like, I, I have, like, it a all fuzzy... It always yeah. Fuzzy, yeah, and then somehow they get to the Sir Saves-A-Lot. Okay, so Sir Saves-A-Lot is important. Uh, okay, so... I'm just trying to think. Okay, so they get to the side of the road with the board. Um, Carl comes back and arrests Alan. Peter's like, I want to end the game early, so I'm going to try and get it to land on right, 12 right. by he, dropping it. He, he cheats, cheated. and that's, that's when, when he becomes a monkey. Yeah, that's when he's transformed into the monkey because yeah. he's a cheating little sack of... Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a cheating little monkey boy. B-O-I. Cutting out. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not H&M. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, topical. Um, oh... All right, uh, so he's a cheating little monkey boy. Yeah, and... B-O-I. Uh, and uh, he... So they have to get uh, um, Alan back, but... Um, and this is where Carl starts to ask questions, like, who are you, man? Where are you And he starts talking about things. He's like, the shoes, right? Yeah, man, the shoes. Man, if I had came out with those, I would have been rich by now. How do you know about the shoes? And Alan just looks in the mirror and is like, because it's me. Yeah, and then he's like, ah! Crashes the car or something, doesn't he? The car crashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the, the, they jump out of the car. Um, also, they're riding around, and they hear on the radio, uh, we got a woman and two kids being terrorized by a hunter in an active situation that sort of saves a lot. <laughs> uh, 90s uh, slapstick ensues. And by 90s slapstick, I mean people get hit with paint cans. 
That's yeah, I remember that. How you Isn't there something over the radio too that it's just like, all right, well, we've got a, and then like the monkeys take over the bike, and all you hear is. <laughs> so uh, the aunt is sitting in her car. She's listening to tapes on self affirmation, and I was like, "You can be the best person you can be. You are smart enough." You are good enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. And uh, <laughs> I don't remember her affirmation. Uh, she stops at a red light. The stampede crosses at the green light. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, she's just and sitting then, there. And then the, the the gimpy little runt of the litter, like rhino or something, comes trouncing through. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, at some point, it seems through a window. We skipped a scene. Um, yeah, at some point, though, uh, monkeys do ride up on a m- police bike with a gun in their hand. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember. Because they've been terrorizing the kitchen and everywhere else in the... Yeah. Uh, but the scene we forgot, when the monkey, uh, mosquitoes escaped the first time, because um, Judy hit it with a tennis racket and went through the window and they escaped mm-hmm. the house, uh, when Alan's finally like, right, we got to finish this game... They have to hide in a car, and the mosquitoes are attacking the car. Right, right. And their nose are poking yeah. through the ceiling and through the glass, yeah. and it's <laughs> great. The night is hijinks and too. The hunter's trying to get them. Yeah. The... Uh, Judy's like price checks. Shoots a scan gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he he goes blind for a second. Yeah, and they he, uh, he set overreacts up... like really big time, doesn't he? And he's like, ah! No, there's a great scene right before this. The hunter, after chasing Alan and not being successful. Uh, goes into a gun, gun shop. Gun store, yeah. And I the guy that. is like, oh, we have a three-day waiting period, and you got to fill these out. Yeah, he throws he... like a bag of gold on the yeah. bed. And like, or I could fill it out. <laughs> uh, now, we're now. technically not allowed <laughs> to have this one, but... Ooh, that's topical. <laughs> and he, he gives it to him, and he starts looking at it, and, and the shop owner notices his hunter's hat, his uh, pith helmet. Yeah. And he's like, you're not a postal worker, are you? <laughs> That was topical back then. Yeah. But, oh. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, so he's got all these guns. He's got uh, the, the yeah. laser sight. So, uh, I almost called it a laser pointer. So Bonnie Hunt's, Sarah, uh, yeah. is like, why don't you just shoot us already? And she's like, uh, and the hunter's like, oh, you didn't roll the dice. Alan did. Yeah. I'm going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> he's my son. I get so, to kill so, him. Hold, hypothetical here for a yeah. second. Say... Hunter does kill Alan. Does that mean the game's over? Because Alan can't technically go. Or does the game pick up with another person who rolls for Alan? I don't... What do you, what do you think would happen? So, uh, I played a lot of the home version of uh, Jumanji. How many of your friends did you lock away? <laughs> Here's the thing. I would be the one to get that card every time. <laughs> but it, I, I never had many friends growing up. I had two. So I'd just be like, just keep rolling until you get it. <laughs> Dang, it's impossible! It's literally impossible! Like, what would happen if they didn't do it? That's a good question. And, um... No, no, like, but, no. If they don't have another player, I know. Yeah, like, yeah, like what, what if what if they summoned the hunter, and the hunter actually killed Alan? He'd put Robin's, uh, Robin Williams' head on his trophy wall. No. <laughs> no, but, like, what, what would happen with the game? Like, would they pick up Alan's dead corpse, put the dice in his hand, and go... <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> Six. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, so uh, All right, they, they so leave Sir Sands alone. After incapacitating the hunter yeah. by and putting an air tank in a boat that they yeah, send down yeah, the aisle, yeah, yeah, yeah. catches him off guard. Knocks, goes, he hits into the can of paint, and yeah. all the paint comes down on top of him. He's covered in paint right. and all kinds of uh, stuff. Carl's police car is also crashed into there, mm-hmm. uh, and he w- finds his way over to a hacksaw, and he's like trying to solve the handcuffs that Alan put on him and the door yeah. of the... Police yeah. car. Now, whose car do they take when they leave Sir Saves a Lot? B 
because doesn't Alan drive and they're like, have you ever driven before? And he backed my car out. What my dad's car out once. Yeah, yeah. I I know that scene is in there somehow, but anyway. So they leave Sir Save a Lot. I think that's when they go back to the Partridge Estate. Yeah, uh, that's definitely. And, where... and then that's when Robin Williams is just like, okay, we're gonna sit down. We're gonna finish this game. It's just gonna be a nice, calm game. We're just gonna finish it. And I think at that point. That's so, when they no, roll and it's the crocodile, right? So it's not inherently just a crocodile. It's like it's, a swamp. It's brought area. on by um, rain, by a tsunami or it, a monsoon. It, monsoon. Yeah, monsoon. Uh, something about the quarter moon brings a monsoon in your lagoon. Is yeah. what the card says. Yeah, and it rains, so they it starts to flood, so they take the board game up into the attic. Up into the attic, uh, and then a bunch of things happen, including uh, quicksand. Yeah, the quicksand happens to Alan. And he falls through the floor. Gets... Yeah, his, it's just his his face. And then spiders get summoned. Yeah, the spiders get summoned. And then... Weird puppet spiders. And one of the uh, plants shoots a dart at Judy uh, that causes her to... Pass the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like the roofie of plants. Uh... There's a moment where Carl is driving his dilapidated police car. And he picks up their aunt. He, he's about to. Yeah. But then... Uh, Excuse me, I need to get home to see my, uh, uh, you know, niece and nephew. They wouldn't happen to be Judy and Peter, would they? <laughs> Why? What happened? Do you know something? It's better if you get in the car. And she screams, ah, because the car's been grabbed by a vine, and it's being right. pulled right, right, and it, it rolled down. Yeah, gets and it's split in half, like, folds in half, yeah. and then just disappears. I remember that. I remember that. Anyway, so we're in the house. We're, they're uh, in the house. Uh, face. Yeah, he's in the face. Breaks through. Hunter's there. Uh, it's Alan's roll, and he's going to... Finish this. Yeah, but he can't roll it, so they put the dice in his mouth. Oh, I I skipped a few rolls then. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm just I'm skipping right to the end. Yeah, there's there's a bunch there's a bunch of uh, things. Yeah, in there. Um, yeah, I, I I just remember that it's it's a final roll, and he doesn't have hands to use. <clears> so <throat> so they put the dice in his mouth, and he spits them, mm -hmm. and he wins. Right? Mm, no, 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 or, no, or no. Is it, so that's a whole, like, round before he's done. Uh, because it ends with a final standoff between Alan and the hunter. And the hunter's like, you're scared, boy? And he's like, no, I'm not scared. You should be. And he's like, and then Alan just lets go of the, and like, what's in your hand? Drop it. And he drops it. Yeah. And it goes yeah. down a hole and he's like, ah. And then, yeah, and then the hunter fires the gun and the bullet, like, stops right in front of Alan. And starts, and starts to fade away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I remember now. <laughs> uh, and Hunter and everything else gets sucked back into the game. Really cool '90s effects. Include and uh, Bonnie Hunt and Robin Williams cease to be, and they become their younger selves. Yeah. Uh, Peter and Judy never exist right now. <laughs> they get a do-over basically. Basically, they start they start where the game started, and yeah. they're back at home. Alan hugs his dad and is like, "You know, if you want to send me to military school, go ahead." And he's like, "I never wanted to send you to military school." Uh, I just wanted to chop. I you can't up afford it. <laughs> I just wanted to chop you up into little bits. I love you to pieces. But now, now that you've hugged me, I'm not going to chop you up into little bits. <laughs> and then he sees that. Oh, so you got a lady friend over. Wink, wink. Um, and then it cuts because this is technically a Christmas movie. If Die Hard's right, a Christmas right, wait, movie, no, 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 no. You, you forgot. What did I forget? They take the board game and they tie it up. They go to bridge. They throw yeah, it they have rocks on it. And yeah. They throw it off the bridge. And they throw it off the bridge into the river. So that's notable because the end, uh, the end shot is literally just two it's... French kids walking on a beach and you go, what is that noise? Was it? Were they French kids? It was French because it, it was Kiss Kusei that something. Oh, I thought, so I thought it were Japanese. That 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 wasn't Japanese. 
It could have been a French-speaking nation that wasn't France. Fair could enough. Somewhere All in right, Africa. so it's a Christmas party. Years later, they're finally up to their adult ages that they were when the game started. Yeah. Uh, and Peter and Judy's parents come in. Wow. Yeah, and they didn't die in that tragic skiing accident. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I remember. I remember. Right. I remember this. Yeah, you do do it. If you okay, so that. they're talking about how... Uh, Weren't weren't they gonna leave Peter and Judy with Alan and them or something? And and they were just like, oh yeah, we're gonna go on a skiing trip. Okay, and so uh, and Alan and Sarah both just like, no, don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. Except it's just like, uh, yeah, we'd love to start working at the plant as soon as possible as your like marketing team, but uh, we're gonna have to take a little ski vacation first. Yeah, and then they're like, no, don't. Yeah, they're just like, we we, we need you to. Get on that account right yeah. away. Yeah. We really need you for the Christmas rush. And, um, yeah, and then uh, they're on a French beach. Qu'est-ce que c'est la noise? I don't Qu'est-ce que c'est la noise? This is why you took Japanese. <laughs> um, and end, uh, it ends. Yeah, yeah, and it ends with the sound of drums. Just <laughs> zooms in on the. So, uh, one thing I always love to share about this movie. Um, other than the fact that everyone knows that Sathura is technically a sequel to it. Technically. Okay. Because it's, it's in the same vein. But also, like, it's actually a sequel to yeah, it because of the yeah, books. Because, yeah, because of the books. In yeah. the original book, uh, Zathura is on the flip side of the Jumanji board. Yeah, which... And, uh... Makes no sense By that me, logic, okay. everything by that author is in the same universe. Of course. So Polar Express is also in the same universe. <laughs> Yeah, you, you turn over Zathura, and it's the Polar Express, and Tom Hanks comes out if you roll a five or an eight. All aboard! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we haven't even gone over the actual plot of Jumanji yet. Oh, uh, yeah. Do we want to do that? We could. we could. Well, I mean, I think we did a pretty good job recounting. Honestly, we, we should, yeah. We shouldn't read the whole thing line for line, because we you should just read through I'm it. I'm skimming, and, I'm skimming. Yeah, and if you find a part that we forgot or detail... Sarah returns his bicycle... Right. Okay. Oh, there was a scene I remembered, but I didn't. It's not in the wiki, but it's like uh, it's a cool thing because in the fifties, when all the pieces fall out and they land on their thing and they start moving on their own, uh, Alan's like, oh, must be magnets. But in the nineties, when the pieces start moving on their own, uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst is like, oh, must be microchips. <laughs> and so it's just a cool like okay, dichotomy. I, I don't remember that. I do at all. <laughs> Must read micro. That doesn't even make sense. No, nope. microchips are and uh, there's processing. A, the, they call an exterminator to get rid of the bats that they saw in the attic, uh, which caused a lot of this. And um, the exterminator lays an exposition like, oh, "That's an African bat." You know, a girl ran out of this house saying she saw a flock of them a few years ago. Twenty-six years is how long between uh, after their parents died on an accident on a ski trip. <laughs> Sorry, I laugh every time, but it's so. Uh, I, I need them to release the Jumanji special edition where they just dub over that and say, "Oh yeah, they die in a fiery car crash." Swarm of mosquitoes, monkeys, everything will be restored when the game ends. They keep playing. Mm-hmm. Peter's next role reveals a lion and adult Alan. What was? Uh, what were some of the ones that we forgot? Um, this scene where he still has the beard on. He runs out and jumps on Carl's police car. Right, that right. Yeah, that's why he arrests him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam abandoned the business and searched for Alan until his death just four years earlier. Also, there's only two paragraphs from when they find Sarah to the end. Really? Yeah. 
Sure. Now suffering from PTSD after Alan's disappearance. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, she's got PTSD. Everyone does. Goodness. Well, yeah. Um, and persuade them to join them. Sarah's role, realize Carnivorous plants, a big game hunter, mm-hmm. stampede, yeah. and then a pelican steals the game, he retrieves him. I think we remembered them all. I th- yeah, weirdly enough, I think so. Yeah, we just didn't remember them in the right order, probably. Also, how sad is it that she had PTSD from that? But when the timeline is, like, shifted and restored and stuff, her and Alan still remember everything. So she still technically has PTSD from it. Mm-hmm. And he does, too, from living in the jungle. Yeah. So why they're perfect for each other. She remembers everything uh, that happened from the 1950s to the 90s. She can make some good investments. Yeah. And he is a wild man. <laughs> he knows survival techniques. And that's why she loves him. Cut. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of depressing. That like, cause they've they've lived really long lives. If like he lived, you, you said twenty six years between when they so twenty six years. That all gets wiped out, but they remember everything. But but he was but he was already ten, so uh, ten ish. So let's just call it thirty six years. Mm-hmm. It's all wiped away. Goes back, so he's ten again, and another twenty six years pass. Yep, that's a good sixty two years right there. Yeah, sixty some years and. And he's only in his, you know, late 30s at that point. So he's... Man. Alan and Sarah are married and expect their first child. Right, she's pregnant at the Alan end. Alan runs the factory after Sam has retired, but is still alive. That's in parentheses, like you're supposed to... <laughs> Reunite with Judy and Peter, who have no memories of the game. Of course they don't. Because mm-hmm. they weren't around. They weren't born yet. Parishes offer Jim a job and convince the shepherds to cancel their upcoming ski trip, a virgin of death. On a beach in France, two young girls hear drum beats while walking as Jumanji lies partially buried in the sand. Let's talk about something else. All right, well, let's talk about something else. All right, so uh, we've gotten Jumanji the movie and a sequel. Mm-hmm. We've gotten Zathura. We've gotten... Battleship. What is a good board game that you think would make a good movie? Not 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 just any movie. So like, not Battleship. Not 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 like like I always say, Hungry Hungry Hippos, as, as an example. Yeah. But what do you think would actually make a legitimate good movie that would do well at the box office and cast it? See, I'm thinking about what they've currently announced that they're doing. Like Tetris, the movie is still on the docket being made. Yeah. Um, I let's see. A lot of indie films have already got used the name Candyland for like drugs and <laughs> uh, alternative lifestyles. Um, I, I think in the oh, world we live in, okay, right now, uh, I'd say because uh, everyone likes a good political uh, drama nowadays. If we have a corrupt president in the movie or television show, it's a bit of escapism from the blundering dolts we have in the White House nowadays. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, topical. <laughs> this will be played four years from now, eight years from now, and they'll apply it to whoever's in the White House then. Yeah. Um, so I think a good like economic movie, like Monopoly, Monop- would be a good one for I, sure. I think Monopoly would make sense. Uh, what do you think of the premise of a Risk movie? It's Game of Thrones, but you know, with okay. countries. Well, see, I, I would consider Game of Thrones to be like Catan. Okay. You know, it seems a little more, you know, 
I mean, they even have Game of Thrones Catan, which yeah. I but they have Star I Trek Catan too. So fair enough. Uh, all right, let's see. I'm I'm looking okay. up a list of popular board. So games. here's uh, I actually think um, we could do something completely auteur and just go like Butterfly in the Bell Jar or A Beautiful Mind with it. Uh, this man who's been confined to a wheelchair but unable to speak his whole life uh, has been able to assemble what little words he can from a little pool he can. Boggle the movie. <laughs> I think it could win Oscar for best board game based movie. Uh, all right, how about a uh, a CIA analyst? Uh, discovers alien signals coming from a faraway planet. Uh, they're coming in uh, in specific waves, and when he sends repeat signals back, uh, they send a signal to a different area. Every time he sends a different signal... It's Simon, they, isn't it? No, no, no. Every time he sends... A, th- that's clever, though. Every time he sends... <laughs> that was just Close Encounters of the Third every, Kind. I every, don't see that. Every time he sends a signal, they send a signal back across this board. Uh, and he realizes over time that uh, if he doesn't complete this board, uh, the aliens will invade, and he decides, or he discovers that in order to defeat the aliens, he has to connect four. I, I, I do like Simon better than Simon had, says. I had one, no, I have one, I have one. Um, a political, uh, an important political figure uh, is about to make the biggest speech of his life that'll change everything, and it'll unite the world. A lot of people don't want him to have this uh, thing. Um, and so it's the night before, and he all of a sudden has stomach pains. He doubles over. He passes out. He's immediately taken to the emergency room. And everything rides on this operation. <laughs> <laughs> Does his nose light up red? Like, like that, that would be in the trailer. It would be, like, really dramatic. And then it would say, operation. And then it would just cut. And it would just be his nose getting redder and redder and redder. And then, you know, summer 2020. Yeah. Since you said it first, Monopoly the movie. Okay. What would now? I we briefly, very briefly talked about this before, and I described it would be like uh, Wall Street. Uh, what would what would would Rich Uncle Pennybags? Because that's his name. Yeah, Rich Uncle Pennybags. Would Rich Uncle Pennybags be in it, or just have a cameo? If so, who would play him, or would it be an entirely new, you know, person who's trying to obtain all of these properties? So. You notice in Monopoly, when you play it, you're not actually playing as Rich Uncle Pennybag. Of course, you're playing so, as like a thimble or... Yeah. So you're a young upstart, somewhere in the turn of the century America. 1920s, roaring 20s. You're about to go out and buy property make your living. Okay. Very new money, very great Gatsby aesthetic if you want to. Okay, I'm already on board. Uh, and your rich <laughs> uncle... Board, board your, game. Uh, your rich uncle has hit you up with a small loan. Of a million dollars? Not quite. No, no, How no, much do you start off Monopoly? Uh, I think it's 500000 500000 All right, you start off with a small loan of a half a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, no, no, it's, uh, I think it's, uh, no, it's uh, 100000 I think. 100000 A small loan of $100,000. $100,000. Um, and so, uh, you're, you also have a rival. He's uh, also buying properties. Uh, and it becomes very much... Uh, a game of who can buy what the quickest and knowing personal contacts um, and asking around. Um, I think in the middle of the movie, you will go to jail for a while. <laughs> like, uh, And the no, other no, no, people no, no, will like, just come to visit. No, I mean, I mean, like... So, okay, so uh, we'll see like, a rising action in the beginning of the movie. Your enterprise is getting bigger and bigger. Not only are you buying more properties, but you're also hiring more staff, right? Yeah. You're, it's a big thing. 
but also certain illicit activities are going on. Insider trading, you're caught stealing from the bank, etc. <laughs> Various ways to cheat from Monopoly. Um, and you're literally describing the Wolf of Wall Street. When does Matthew McConaughey come in and go, ooh, 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 ooh? <laughs> No, your cousin, your rich uncle Pennybags, who is your uncle in this. You're, yeah, you're playing, yeah. you're, the movie stars his nephew. Yeah. Uh, he comes to visit you in prison. Uh, he's like, just visiting. I'm going to bail you out. Why? Bank error in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, you're just throwing in as many chance and community okay, chess puns as you can. Okay, I want to say this. I want to make a board game movie that's not afraid to call itself a board game movie. I, I uh, agree. The problem with a lot of these movies is, like, they take the basic idea and that's it. Or or when they bring up, you know, things from the board game as, like, cheesy throwaway puns. Yeah, no. That, that are, like, really bad. But, like, if you go all in, I balls say, to the walls make with all the of chance these... community cards as much a part of it as possible. Yeah. Like, go to jail. Mm. See, I've been holding on to this for several years. I inherited it from my uncle. I'm going to pass on to you. Get out of jail free card. Does which Uncle Pennybags die in the movie? That's a good question. Um, his actor dies, but he doesn't. So there's no room for a sequel. Yeah, okay. That's... that's, that's, <laughs> that's uh, okay, uh, so casting. Who do you want to be... Uh, uh, what about your movie? What would you want... See, I, I still need to think about that. Right? Uh, okay, I, so I my... a, I'm, I'm looking up a list of so popular So you mentioned movies. that it's going to be a lot like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, I'd want to go younger than Leonardo DiCaprio. I think... Um, it, sh- it should be someone in their, their 20s. Well, here's, here's the thing. I'm thinking... Uh, I, 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 I think it's very much like how to succeed in business without even trying. So I'm seeing a, like maybe a Daniel Radcliffe-esque character. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Someone young. Or uh, can definitely under, play young. Under 30. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who could... Yeah. Uh, I think your rival uh, should be unassuming but also very menacing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Miles Teller. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Miles Teller is your rival. Uh, Dreamcasting Rich Uncle Pennybags. In mine, Christopher Lloyd. Undoubtedly. Yeah, of course. Uh, see, I... Rich Uncle... See, Rich Uncle Pennybags, when you don't think about the Monopoly character, mm-hmm. when you just say Rich Uncle Pennybags, I think of a grumpy Scrooge-esque man... So I would go with someone who, because because with a name like Rich Uncle Pennybags, if he's got a lot of money right. and he's doing a lot of dealings like that, I would think that he's already on the shady side of things. So I would go someone who's like popular with like mob movies. I'd go like De Niro, uh, uh, Ray Liotta, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I wouldn't go for the white hair or anything. I, I I would go for a more modern look, but definitely still have the mustache. No, no, I know who would, who would do better. Hmm. Um, either Sam Elliott. Okay. For obvious reasons. Okay, yeah. Or Jeremy Irons. Okay, yeah, no. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy and, Irons. Okay. He, Jeremy Irons is Rich, Rich Uncle, Uncle Pennybags. Penny He's, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would watch the hell All right. out of that movie. Uh, so there's going to be a true love interest who's like this innocent girl who doesn't know the ways of the world, mister. And <laughs> I don't know if she's a cockney boy selling newspapers, <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, it's the 20s. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also this easy flapper. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's the one that... She's going to try and... So like, She's she, the one who wants, wants you the, for your money. Yeah, she wants the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we find out she's also in bed with the rival. Ooh. That's, that, that is a trope, but it's a trope that I, I could see happening with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> what what else could happen in this movie? Because I I love it already. All right. Um, so you know, let's flip it a little bit. Uh, you you start off on Mediterranean, and your rival buys the nearby Baltic. That that's okay. how it begins. All right. Now, now, but would 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 this take place in New York City or a fictional? Large city where they could actually have the the names of the streets. Uh, fictional, but it's based on New Jersey. Is it? Yeah, I didn't Hold know on. that. Uh, let me look. Do, it up. do all those streets exist in New Jersey? I didn't know it was based on New Jersey. Monopoly game is based on the streets of Atlantic City, sometimes oh. called Monopoly City. Okay, there you go. There we go. So casinos, very 1920s esque. Speakeasies, I'm thinking definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't be afraid to do a little shady business dealing yeah. from that. All right, now would would Miles Teller's rival character would he be technically the bad guy, or would there be someone who's like helping the nephew the whole time, and then like betrays him at the last second? The bank. <laughs> okay. No, here's the thing: 1920s, 1919, 1920s. What happens in eight years? Yeah, the Great yeah. Depression. Yeah, stocks fall through. Uh, so no. mortgage, they're gonna have to mortgage off a lot of things. Yeah, yes, yeah, so the Great Depression. Yeah. Uh, so the bank will just betray them all. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't know how long. What? And then everybody comes to the bank, and how, George what? Bailey is just like, "All right, well, how much money do you need this week?" Two hundred and forty dollars. No, now, 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 Sam, can you get by with just twenty? Twenty dollars. It's... <laughs> Why the hell is there a crow in here? <laughs> God, I love that movie. Uh, how long do we want it to last over the course of like? Uh, it, okay, it should start when he's like fresh out of college, right? So uh, the main character, what, what what's his name? Um, it, it needs to be a 1920s esque name, so it can't be like Jamal. Uh, <laughs> it needs to be uh, his his name needs to be something from like the 1920s. Rooney Pennybag. <laughs> Uh, Rudy. Rudy Pennybags. We'll call him Rudy. Rudy Pennybags. Uh, just graduated from an Ivy League school. Uh, what are some other uh, Parker Brothers uh, board games that we can name the university off of? Well, let's find out. Why not just call it like the Parker Institute? Yeah, the Parker University. Yeah. Parker's University. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so it should start as soon as he gets out of college. You know, he's like 22, mm-hmm. 23. Uh, and by the end of the movie, he should be, like, 40. Okay. So, uh... It, I could, it should happen over the course of about 20 years, so I, I could, think. If it takes us through the 20s, I could easily see, uh, Great Depression. But you've held on to some, like, real estate holdings. You've can mortgage some things. He should get drafted at one point. I would say, I was gonna say, uh, instead of, uh, passing around money, they'd make their trades in sales bonds. Like, war bonds. Yeah, war bonds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, we need to send this off to <laughs> whoever owns the film rights to Monopoly. Do, uh, hold on, let's Google who owns the film rights to Monopoly real quick. Monopoly. What if no one owns it? Then let's buy it. <laughs> Crap. All right, let's see. Uh, all right, in 2015, a Monopoly Origins movie was in the works uh, from Big Beach Films. Oh, it was going to be based on the book called The Monopolist, Obsession, Fury, and the Scandal Behind the World's Favorite Board. So it was going to be an origin about the actual board game. It wasn't going to be based no, on uh, the board game. I want to base this off the board game. And yeah. I want as many references and inside jokes as possible right, we'll see. Uh, while not deviating from it. Uh, uh, no. Lionsgate. 
Lionsgate owns the film rights. So the people that made Mad Men could make a Monopoly movie. I got a great scene. Hmm. So, I, uh, like, throughout the movie, they had to pay luxury tax and water and bill and all that. A member from the IRS has come to collect all that. Drops it off. Uh, accidentally drops it in a parking lot. One of them lands on free space. <laughs> free parking? Yeah, free parking and collects the pot. <laughs> that, and that's be, how the does the turnaround. Yeah, after, that, that, uh, that should be like the, the depression. That should be like the homeless man. Um, board tropes. So how do you think rolling doubles would apply in a movie format? He. It should be a, a, a nod to it, not literal Not literally, doubles. obviously. There should be a part where he... There should be a part where he goes to jail. There should be a part he should... Well... Or almost gets arrested. He should go to like... He should get like really wasted one night. Goes to casino. Bets a crap ton of money. Uh, on one thing. He wins. He's drunk. He's overconfident. He's cocky. He says, I'll double or nothing. Wins again. I'll double or nothing. And they're telling him, don't do it again. You've got a lot of money right here. You should just cash out. And he's just like, no. I'm gonna double or nothing. And then it cuts. And... He just, like, loses everything. He's maybe in jail again, uh, where he he doubled in, lost, got mad, got into a fight, uh, hit a man over the head with a roulette table. <laughs> with a whole roulette table. <laughs> he picks up the whole roulette table and just, Oh, that's my buddy. Uh-huh. I want it now. <laughs> yeah, J.G. Wentworth is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets a cameo. Here's the thing. Because you can roll doubles to get out of prison, too. Uh, I'm thinking someone... It's the 1920s. It's a prison. The warden has set up a little something. Uh, this night only. Um, I happen to have a chance cube. <laughs> there's, a, there's a game of craps going on, okay. basically. In the, in, in the prison. In so, 1920s prison. Man, that sounds like a fun sm- prison. They smuggled it in somehow. Sign me up. Now you gotta store the cube in your butt. <laughs> For the cartel. Yeah. The dice are just smuggled. <laughs> Is that how you roll? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm cutting all that. Yeah, um, uh, um, no, I like what we came up with for that. Uh, that was I really good. Yeah. A- anything else for that movie? Um, Anyone else that needs to be cast? How does it end? How, how does uh, he doesn't have uh, a child, but his sister has a child of their own. And he becomes the rich Uncle Penny Bags and passes it on to the next generation. Yeah, when, and that's how the when, movie ends. And, and and his sister dies in a skiing accident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just think that's the dumbest thing. No, I love thing. that. Yeah. Like, like it, it was the 90s. You know, it wasn't like, a, oh, they died in a helicopter crash. Oh, they died in a car accident. No, why did they pick skiing? Why did they pick like what entailed in the skiing accident? Were like, were they going down the slopes and just ran into a tree? Were they attacked by a yeti? Is it like that old Ski Windows free? game? Yeah, is it like that old Windows game where they're going down and then right near the end of the finish line, then a Yeti comes out and attacks them? Like, 1993, Aspen Extreme, the movie. <laughs> like, I, I just want to know how they died in the skiing accident. Were they on the lift and, like, the father sneezed and fell off? It, it bothers me. What would you do for Go? Pass and Go, collecting $200. What, what, what would that entail? Mafia-style intimidation. Hey, how about that security money? I think that could easily be it. Like, yeah, yeah. Walk it, by it the could. boardwalk. <laughs> Talk to a dude, he slips you $200. Yeah, all the store owners pay him $200 <laughs> before the day is up. Okay, now here's here's the thing. We haven't seen 
Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle yet. Not yet. Do you think the movie start and show starts with and shows how the board game got from France to whoever found it and decided to make it into a video game? Okay, so what I've seen is that um, I, I've seen like clips and trailers and stuff like that. Yeah. And what I understand is that it's a random beach. Guy picks it up, takes it home. He's like, "Hey, I found this game. Who plays board games?" Then all of a sudden, wah, the game has become sentient. And has decided, "Yeah, I'm not a board game anymore. Open me up again." It's a it's a cartridge. It it transforms itself into it a cartridge. It needs to be played no matter what. So it it's not a port of Jumanji. It is Jumanji. So it literally transforms itself into a more acceptable way to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. It, <laughs> I'm think uh, back to Monopoly for a second. <laughs> the way I thought this movie would be is that. Um, Oh yeah, it's a port of Jumanji. Like there was a board game and I was a video game, kind of like there was Monopoly for the SNES. <laughs> and you, know, you have to make a few adjustments for that. But no, that's not quite it. It feels a little different. Like if uh, Robin Williams had been gored by a rhino in this movie, <laughs> he wouldn't have had two extra lives. Yeah. Like, I don't feel there's as much immediate danger in the new movie. I haven't seen it yet, though. No. Feel free to comment angrily about it if you think there was, but... I just... I I want to see the movie, but at the same time, I'm prepared not to like it. <laughs> just, just because... Not even because of reviews of people saying... Just because Jumanji was one of those movies where I didn't think it needed to be remade... Or have a sequel right. at all. Or if they did remake it, it didn't need to be remade for, like, another 50 years... You know, so, like, I, I think if a movie is old, and I'm when I say old, I mean 60s, 50s, older than that, I think it's okay to do a more modern telling. Yeah, you know, like with, the uh, 1912 film The Robotic Policeman, that silent classic. <laughs> yeah, uh, w- within reason for certain things. Uh, but, you know, I... <sighs> They're, they're coming out with too many reboots. Too soon. Too, too soon. Because the contractions are too close apart. <laughs> they won't be rebooting films that came out last week. Yeah. But uh, they're, there's not enough uh, originality. Well, I mean, that's the problem or in if, general. Or when there is something <clears throat> original, it's not well-received. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 you notice you know, with movies that come out now versus movies that came out 10, 20, 30 years ago... Uh, you'll notice more patterns too. Like I, I remember looking at Chappie and thinking, "Wow, they remade Short Circuit. When did that happen? Uh, <laughs> did you watch that movie? I did not. Don't. No, don't. I was excited for it. I thought it looked like a legitimately good movie, and I checked it out from the library a couple years ago and watched it, and it was not good. Mm. Just, I don't know. I I had high hopes for that movie, and I fought to get through that movie to stay awake. And the way it ended was just, yeah, did, just did not like it. Just did not. Yeah, they were supposed to make a sequel, but it was so poorly received, they didn't get a sequel. Any last words, Robbie? Uh, I really want to write a Monopoly movie now. Oh yeah, we should absolutely get on that. Uh, but our thoughts are out into the world. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. How, how would we incorporate the, the game tokens? Um, they they, they got to be there in, in there somewhere. The fi- final thought: Where would you put the game tokens? Little throwaways. Uh, he gets more rich. He wears a top hat. He starts rolling out wheelbarrows full of money and throwing it around at his employees. You know, yeah. Wolf of Wall Street style. Except there's he, no drugs. It's just should, money. His mother 
should be dead. And a thimble? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing he has to remind himself of her is her thimble because she likes. He lives to in sew. a very big, opulent house, almost gold everything, and a little Yorkie jumps up on his lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, oh, let's see. Uh, let's see. There's an iron. Uh, there's his maid's using it. A car. He's he's got that he's got fancy a, car. Yeah, that great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what other pieces are there? I'm thinking about replacing it with a dinosaur. Don't do it. Uh, about, yeah, like the, the only acceptable piece edition that I've ever been okay with was the 70th anniversary edition, which my grandmother owns, uh, which we play often. Uh, mm-hmm. And they added a bag of money. I like that one. Yeah. The bag of money is cool. I like to play as the bag of money. Okay, so there's a boat. A boat. Okay, you can have a boat. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll have a fountain in his front yard with the horse and man uh, in the middle of it. Or, or that could be on the end of his car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, there's a cannon. Is there a cannon? There's a cannon, yeah. Maybe he fires a cannon when he gets drafted. <laughs> <laughs> or or no, or he could... That could be part of what his war investments are. More bond. Yeah. yeah, a cannon fire. I can see that. Huh? And finally, there's a shoe. I, see, I don't remember the shoe either. See, I, I some of these can be used when he like loses everything. He's missing a shoe, but his one shoe looks like the one from the Beast set. <laughs> I, I like this. I like this too much that I'm sad it's not a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I think our takeaway, if you've been listening to us the whole time, if you get stuck in the jungle, remember you can always escape by rolling a five or an eight with the dice you smuggled into prison in your butt. <laughs> As always, thank you for listening to What Do You Remember? My name's George. Uh, uh, and I'm Robbie. And thank you very much. We're still on Apple Podcasts for now. Well, we're seeing about a change of venue soon. Ask your parents' permission before getting sucked into a board game. And viewers like you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.